cracks and lies and rock and roll. Do, 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 do. Hello and welcome to Facts, Lies and Rock and Roll, the podcast that tries to learn something, anything, about a different song every episode. My name's Planty and I'm here with a guest. Hello you two, who are you? I'm Mano and this is Kira. Hi. Ahoy. Where do you come from? Ireland. Ah, right, okay. That's interesting. Bit of overseas action. Oh, yeah, you know it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you should. <laughs> uh, and what's your podcast? Our podcast is, well, one of them is Mono Rants the Boys, and the other one is Mono Rants at the Movies. Okay. Um, what's, what's them about, then? First podcast is Mono Ranch The Boys, and that's about Amazon Prime's superhero TV show, The Boys, where we spend an hour to an hour and a half gushing over slash breaking down each episode. And then the other podcast is Mono Ranch at the Movies, which we're just kind of firing off in between seasons of The Boys, where we take films that... Yes. <laughs> uh, we take films that we absolutely love and think maybe other people might not have seen and... and either talk shit about them or talk talk them up generally we do both yeah <laughs> we love them I, so we're going to tell you everything that's wrong with them <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's just a very i don't know it's just the way we do things isn't it I, i'm going to be honest i'm playing devil's advocate because i i love your podcast and listen every week i almost feel this is this is very strange for me because i almost feel like i i i know you both because uh, i i have you in the car with me once a week so you know that's that's it's a very strange way of doing it. Not in a creepy way. Not in a not in a you, throwing in the boot like Chris Tucker in uh, Jackie Brown. Uh, I'm not going to drive you to a piece of wasteland and blow your fucking brains out, but I might. Uh, That's awesome and and makes me really happy because um, you talk about like a lot of people I interact with on Twitter are other podcasts, and I know other I have gotten listens off other podcasts, but it's cool to hear you talk about it as a listener and not another podcaster. Because uh, that's very much that's very much how I feel. But when I the podcasts that I listen to all the time, that's what I like about it. Is it just feels like you're in a room with mates shooting the shit. Yeah, um, absolutely. So that you get that from ours as well makes me really fucking happy. Absolutely. Um, you've bought a song with you. What song have you bought? We have. We have we've brought uh, Perfect Circles Arrestes off their first album, Made in Nam, which uh, was released in '99. I want to say maybe 2000. Now I didn't know this song i was aware of a perfect circle uh i i knew it was the bloke uh, that bloke from tool uh, i knew that much because i had a bit of a soft spot for tool but a perfect circle just one of those bands you know a band sometimes just passes you by even though it really shouldn't oh get on it man get on it yeah uh, no well, i have done today i have done yeah. today What's the most recent album? The one Eat the, the Elephant. Eat the Elephant is amazing. They, yeah, they, they, a bit like Tool, they had an album in 2000, now, which is fantastic. It and is. then a follow-up in, I want to say, 2003 or 2004, um, which is also really good. And then they released one of these weird kind of remix albums that was like a, a an anti-war album that had like one new song and a bunch of remixes and, and covers and stuff on it. Not bad, but not great. And then they did nothing until 2017, 2018, when they released Eat the Elephant, uh, which is mostly just Maynard and the other main musical influence in the group, Billy Herodal. So and long and thanks for all the fish. If you don't listen to any other track on no, it, listen to that one. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
the fifth song is called So Long and Thanks for All the it, Fish. It's um, it's, it, the album took me a while to get used to because it's very much a really different sound to their other stuff. But uh, yeah, no, get on a perfect circle. Like, fucking brilliant. Yeah, um, I think I will. I, I listened to this song probably about four or five times today after you, you pointed me in the direction of it. A uh, lot, lot of fun blasting it out, driving around County Durham, uh, the old coal mining uh, villages. I think most of, the, uh, most of the old coal mining boys wondering what the fuck was going on and where was Jim Reeves. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Good, uh, good. Yeah, good stuff. I, I, I really like it. And why have you decided to bring this one onto the podcast? It's a good one to talk about. Um, I love the band. I've, I've got into the band before I got into Tool um, it's one that in terms of like personal stuff I've, I've always loved the band I've always loved the song um, it doesn't have any mad deep meaning for me but did teach me about the subject matter which we'll get onto in a minute um, and, and obviously fits the bill for, for your show because uh, it taught me a bunch of things mostly about Greek mythology so where does the name come from? The name is the name of a character from Greek mythology, Orestes, who is the son of Agamemnon, the king in the Trojan War, brother of Menelaus, who, whose wife was Helen. And yeah, if you're an Eddie Izzard fan... Many layers! <laughs> Many layers! <laughs> um, and when, <laughs> when Agamemnon wants to go home, the gods tell him for favorable wins, he has to sacrifice his daughter. So he sacrifices his daughter. His wife isn't happy and she's been cheating on him. So she kills him when he comes home. And then Orestes is basically duty bound to kill his mother because she killed his father. And then after he kills his mother, he is hounded by harpies because that's a, also a terrible crime in Greek society. So it's an all round shit show. Hounded by harpies is a good name for a band. Right, that down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Especially Greek harpies, because the way they're depicted is quite terrifying. Because they're those demon women with large pendulous breasts and then like balls and fangs and wings. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. It's basically a bird with tits and a woman's head. Yeah, yeah. It's a completely feathered except for the chest area and the head. It is terrifying. Been out with a couple of them lads, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> no doubt about that. When you wake up next to them in the morning, that's when it's worrying. <laughs> Yeah, this is famously a, uh, a, a tragedy, isn't it? The story of Orestes, a tragedy by Phidias. Yeah, uh, um, Aeschylus, depends on, on who you ask. And, and you would well know, I'm terrible at pronunciation. Even though, Me too. <laughs> even though I have a degree in, in Greek and Roman mythology, I'm still going to butcher a lot of the names. But yeah, it was one of Aeschylus' tragedies, the Oresteia. And the... In typical Maynard James Keenan lyrical fashion, if it wasn't for the name, you wouldn't know that's what the song was about because he's very obtuse in his lyrics. But they're, well, to me anyway, I love, I tend to love Maynard's lyrics. They're, they're, there's a, a real kind of sad beauty to the lyrics in this song that I always liked as well. Yeah, is there a particular bit of the particular bit of the, the the song that you like is there a kind of a, a rhyming segment or a, or a verse yeah well really... there's, there's not a huge amount of lyrics in the song because i was looking it up myself just to go through it and i was like oh yeah there's only about like 15 lines in the song but the now i have to try and think and remember it and i probably won't be able to because i'm on the spot the i've got, I've got them in front of me to help you if needs be 
uh, it's the well. It's probably see see how well I remember the song as well, because it's the line about the slip away and sever this umbilical residue, killing me from keeping you. Line I just can't remember what was before it, <laughs> but that one in particular, I've always liked just cause, even because of the way he sings it. It's it's very loaded, and you can get the sense from well. I always thought you could get the sense from the song of somebody who is being forced to do something that they desperately don't want to sure uh, um i don't know it's just it's a song that's always connected with me um i've always really really loved it and the band yeah i, I mean when i was looking into um arresty specifically uh i did manage to find i thought it's a familiar name and it must be familiar because whilst i don't have a a, a degree in, in greek mythology uh i did play uh, assassin's creed odyssey a lot so that's <laughs> yep. something right um, yep but I, all i all i could really find was that uh, there was an aristes a brazilian footballer who played as a defender for santos then went on to play in portugal germany iran and saudi arabia very well traveled <laughs> But I assume no tragedies written about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when I was looking up, when I went to look up the song, and um, I typed in Orestes, and obviously there was the, the the play and the Greek character, and then the song, and also a general apparently. And I never went back to look at it, but I meant to. So there was like a hundred ships. There's hundred ships. There's like a naval ship, a British naval ship, a United, um, United States naval ship, and all sorts of stuff that weren't quite as funny as a Brazilian footballer that played in Saudi Arabia, in my opinion. <laughs> so I thought I wouldn't bother keeping those in. But perfect, perfect circle. There, so they're they're back together now, aren't they? Because I think they had quite a. Uh, they were away for for some time. Yeah, it's. <sighs> Because Tool are the way Tool are, and they take like fucking eight years to produce an album, it doesn't leave Maynard an awful lot of time for side projects. Well, well, and he's got he's got Pussifier as well, which is his own side project. That's kind of just him and a few other session musicians. So he pumps out music with that. He's got about four Pussifier albums, I think. They're not bad. They did the Underworld. Uh, they had a couple of tracks on the, the original Underworld soundtrack with Mila Jovovich. That was where Pussifier started. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they that, did... uh, that that movie's one that I just I've tried to watch three or four times, and I cannot get into that. And that is right up your street, you two. Oh right. yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. The third I... one is yeah. actually the best one. The one about the werewolf origins. I don't know it. it... It's for... no Ray's and Michael Sheen. Just for Michael Sheen alone. Michael Sheen is awesome. This will get oh, you. Oh, also Rona well. Mitra is in it as well. And and oh. God help me, the things I would ever do if I was stuck in a room with her. <laughs> if you were stuck in a room with Triangle Boobs, Lara Croft. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you? Uh, what's the uh, Doomsday? Yeah, you see, you yeah, see Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's brilliant in that. And yeah, again, Doomsday, another film I haven't finished. I was saying to Mono a few weeks ago on on the chat that uh, it gets to the bit where it's all knights living underground, yeah. but I was like, I'm fucking out, mate. Skip past that to when they gets... go back in through the mountain. Just skip to okay. when they go back into the mountain and then go from there because it is the ending is is fun. If you it enjoy goes my... a little bit Blues Brothers ridiculously. All right, yeah. okay. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 you get more. The, it's worth it. 
I, I need I need the mono rants cut. That's what I need. <laughs> well, we we really wanted to do it, and that was why we ended up doing Dog Soldiers, was because we have uh, your sister has the DVD. Yeah, a special edition <laughs> copy with like a, a fifty or sixty page booklet that's all like production notes huge, and shit like that. There's a huge making of on it as well because they have a custom Bentley covered in human skin. Yeah, and you haven't. <laughs> I thought everybody had one. That's that's one of that's one of the benefits of Brexit that we we've got. We've all got one of those now. Meanwhile, you're all stuck in the European Union, scrabbling over fucking carrots. Well, I'm sorry, not my problem. Toot toot, toot pip pip, old boy. I'm all right. I I'm good citizenship. I can fuck off. <laughs> And indeed, and indeed, you should with that attitude. <laughs> you, you'd fit in absolutely fucking delightfully in Brexit Britain if that's your attitude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've, no, it's, it's awful here, I've, and I'm, I'm I've, scraping I've, in the mud. Family in Devon, I don't. Yeah, no. Devon. Yeah. Oh, Shay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not all clotted cream and scones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clotted cream. Yeah. Well, yeah. My, uh, my, uh, my. Um, my guts wouldn't thank me for that. I'll tell you. No, I'm actually anyway. dairy, so it is. It yeah, is, yeah, we don't eat dairy in this house. Gee, um, so the name, right? I, 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 there's something about the name, a perfect circle, that that stuck with me because I seem to remember this claim that only psychopaths can draw a perfect circle. That's not one I've heard before. Yeah, I googled it, and it doesn't seem to be a thing anymore. It used to be that you would learn to draw a, a, a skull and then narrow it down. It's to do with like dimensions and stuff like that. Nice. That it's uh, incredibly impossible from an artistic perspective to do it in like one go. I do remember back back in the days of like message boards and stuff, I was on to a perfect circle message boards. And I always remember debate around why a perfect circle was called a perfect circle but I can't remember a single fucking argument from back then. <laughs> and also, Maynard James Keenan would never give a straight answer in an interview. Well, that's part of it. And plus, anything he says has to be the deepest thing in the fucking world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the Renaissance artist Giorgio Vasari, I discovered today, related a story about artist Giotto. He's uh, also uh, Gino Ginelli, the ice cream. Uh, the Pope hoped to hire a fresco artist and sent to Giotto a manager, um, a messenger, who asked for a competitive sample drawing. With just a paper and a pen, Giotto flicked his wrist and drew a perfect circle. Practice. It's just practice. It's the only way you can ever draw a perfect circle. Yeah. Or a fucking spirograph, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's still a thing. 2022. I no, can't you can still get no, anyway. you can get spirographs now. But the okay. thing is, they're fucking lazy, and it's a little machine that does it for you. So you just put the pen in and watch it go. What's the point? What? It's like that credit card monopoly. It's bullshit. What? Credit what? Wait, monopoly. hang on. There's credit card monopoly. Yeah, yeah. it's shit. What? But how do kids learn about and how do kids learn about adding up and uh, <laughs> destroying landlords' wealth? <laughs> we yeah. have Futurama monopoly. And um, I ended up with the, the number of the, what's the top three are Mong's robot, friendly robot factory, the Wong Ranch. It's just the two of them. Yeah, it's just two. Futurama Monopoly, top class. That does sound, that does sound much better than my Nottingham Forest Monopoly, which I don't play anyway because I'm a fucking left, left-leaning, uh, I'm a left-leaning socialist. So we don't play Monopoly in Arrows. <laughs> Everyone just gets whatever they want. And we, uh, we tax the billionaires, it's fine. That's the way to go. 
It is the way to go. Absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure we've got lots more to learn about this 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 song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should probably get back to it. Yeah. What else? You, what What do you got? One of the weird things for me about this song and the the album, the larger album as a whole, is I listened to it on repeat when I was 16 and reading The Lord of the Rings for the first time. Okay. So I can't listen to this album without being reminded of specific parts of The Lord's, Lord of the Rings. Which and song for, is Tom Bombadil? A different album. No! <laughs> yeah. No! Uh, that was Because you were so mad that he wasn't in the film. Yeah, yeah, no, Tom Bombadil would have been cool. Oh, I'm so I, I was I was furious when I went to the cinema to see the Fellowship of the Ring and Tom Bombadil wasn't in it. And then yeah. oh, a couple of years so later I read uh, the Fellowship of the Ring again. And Tom Bombadil's really fucking annoying. <laughs> I have forgotten <laughs> I'd forgotten how annoying Tom Bombadil Oh Tom Bombadil Bombadil fuck off mate. Do you remember do you remember the Jacobasaurus in South Park? No, I don't. We no. send them to Paris because French it's people really love early, annoying things. It's a really early episode and there are these really annoying like yellow duck duck people things and everybody finds them super they look annoying like but a Cartman really... thinks they're hilarious. And they're an endangered species, and Cartman wants to keep. Uh, it's, but basically, yeah, they they they're super annoying, and probably yeah, that's what Tom Bombadil would have come across as if they put him in. No, it's, he would have been Jar Jar Binks. That would have been a better analogy. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> wow. Uh, me, 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 sing a song and save you. Oh God. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, for for some reason, Orestes. Uh, always reminds me of the bit where in the fellowship where they split up and Frodo and Sam go off on their own and uh, the rest of them are getting attacked by orcs and Baromir dies like a punk. Okay, that's it's it's good, isn't it? Because I, I love the fact that certain times and, and, and places and situations can be linked to songs. So I've got, I've got loads of those. Like I've got tons of those throughout my life. But I, I don't think other than books that specifically mention songs, such as High Fidelity, I've got any songs that I kind of think of when I think of a of, of a book. So that's that, that that's an interesting thing that I'd certainly never considered in, in in any journey, let alone the journey of this podcast. It's the only one I think as well, apart from as I said, Vex Red. I, I I listened to a lot of when I was reading The Lord of the Rings. So sometimes I get with that book, particularly with. That album, Merdan Om, and that book, Lord of the Rings, is the only only thing that I have that that kind of association with. Um, and I don't know what it is. Probably just because it's a 40-minute album and it's a fucking long book. And I just had it on... You know what I mean? So it was that album playing on repeat for three or four hours while I was sitting down reading. Probably had something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that you want to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, was, other than... Was Orestes in the Iliad? Or is it a separate story? Separate story. Uh, possibly in... Older or newer? Because you know about the, well, the Iliad supposedly a retelling of a story. Yeah, well, the, the most of the Orestes myth comes from the play, which was written in, in like 430s Athens. Okay. And it's very possible that like Agamemnon's wider story and, you know, about getting killed and what Orestes did was in... 
Book um, one, one of the is that the missing the, book? One, yeah, in one of the lost cycles, because the Odyssey and the Iliad are two books of a five book cycle, and we don't have the other three; we only have fragments. So he could have been mentioned in some of the lost stuff. Okay, so that would be very similar to here, where we have the Ulster cycle with the Cuchulain tale, but for Fionn McCool, who's got a link then to Scotland with the Giant's Causeway, that's only a fragmentary text mm. because it was considered heretical because they were outlaws. Yeah, it's like how um, the Trojan horse isn't anywhere in the Iliad. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. There's a lot of stuff not in the Bible, yeah, but I'm no, not going to go into that. <laughs> yeah, no, the Trojan horse isn't it. Like, and I remember reading that in college and being like, when do we get to the Trojan horse bit? At the presser being like, it's not in here. What? <laughs> yeah, that's in one of the lost texts. Lost texts? So, uh, but in, in the Iliad, they do have the bit where they do a, like a, a a big giant Trojan rabbit, don't they? And they try and get it into the cal- Oh, no. Run <laughs> <laughs> right away! Not- I pulled it back out afterwards. Run right away! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Fantastic. Well, look, that is a perfect circle with Orestes. Uh, which yep. was off of the first album. Remind us again what that first album was. Merdenom. Uh, yeah, which is, of course, translates into eating the sea. It's beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful. No, it doesn't. Names. Oh no, that would be that would be murder. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh, our camera's not working. I have a cookbook called the Necker Nom Nom Nom. Oh wow, fantastic! <laughs> and it's sitting over there under oh. the Satanic Bible. P- pictures all get to fuck. Uh, okay. <laughs> Weird stuff. Uh, me reading. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks very much for bringing that along it's been great having you uh, on the show would thanks you like to tell us once again where we can find the pair of you you can find us uh, wherever you find your podcasts under monorants dot 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 the boys or monorants at the movies and you can find us on twitter at rants mono or send us an email to monorants podcast at gmail.com fantastic if you have listened if you've watched in fact uh, any episodes of the boys i do recommend that you join them they are big fans of the show uh, as, as am i and they break it down uh, in such a way that you kind of feel like you might be watching it with them what i will certainly say is if, if even if you haven't watched the boys get some of the movie stuff done even if it's a film you haven't seen uh, because it is mostly mostly spoiler free we do try sometimes we can't help ourselves well, look, absolute pleasure to have you both on. Uh, I'm going to be back uh, with another episode, uh, of course. Uh, but for now, I'd like to say thank you, Mono. Uh, thank, thank you, Kira. Really appreciate having you on. Uh, and this has been Plenty with Facts, Lies and Rock and Roll. In a bit. Facts and Lies and Rock and Roll is very good indeed.